speaking of Netflix and binging shows, uh, what are you doing to catch up on Game of Thrones, if anything? Uh, we're, I, I just watched episode one of season, like we're, we watched the whole thing. Oh, you're rewatching the whole thing. Yes. Okay. And we're very close to the end. So, so I, uh, decided I could not commit that much time to rewatching. Also, I realized I didn't want to rewatch it. There's a lot of the show. I just don't want to relive. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, so we skipped, there were two or three scenes that we just flat out went, no. Okay, I mean, there are, like, whole chunks of storyline that I don't care about. Like, so what, I, what I've what i been looking for, and the New York Times has kind of got my back on this, and so does Binge Mode. Um, I've been looking for, like, good, here's some episodes from each season you need to watch mm-hmm. um, to kind of catch up. However, that's almost too much for me. <laughs> like, I've watched the four episodes from season one it told me to rewatch, and then I just remembered, honestly, how much death is ahead of me, and I was like, I don't know if I can. <laughs> Tara has declare that if we ever watch it again we're done watching the red wedding just um, watch that today i just watched yeah. it's, only, it's only the second time i've ever seen the red wedding so. i skipped uh sansa's wedding night which i was like no thank you and there was one other scene i just went yeah we don't have i don't want to watch this do you oh, forget it was sometimes when, it was uh joffrey's funeral when yeah do you forget sometimes as i do that sansa was married to Tyrion? <laughs> uh because I forget sometimes. I just don't think about, but I don't know. It was, it's been interesting because there has been very few things I flat out forgot, but I've been like, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, um, there have been things I flat out forgot. I've been listening to Binge Mode's, like, prediction podcast for season eight, but mainly they, what they do is a lot of recapping, and they keep referring to things, and I'm like, who? Okay. Be- <laughs> before we go any further, I don't want to – for some – like, the the trailer for season came, eight came out, and I'm like, I'm not going to watch this. Like, oh, so- I'm trying to stay very spoiler-free, so – I, I don't have any spoilers to share. Yeah. I will say I watched the trailer for season eight once and was like, oh, all I basically saw were a lot of flashes. I'm not one of these people who's going to go through it second by second, frame by frame, which is what binge mode has done. Right. But, and they have a whole podcast about it. I'm just not going to listen to that episode of it because I don't care. Um, I, I do that when I see trailers and stuff. So I was like, for some reason, like everyone's like, oh, you got to watch it. I'm like, I don't know. I feel okay not seeing it. I didn't know a whole lot going in to see Captain Marvel. And it was really good to me, like for me. So I am kind of, I don't want to be that guy who's like, don't tell me anything, fingers and ears. Ugh. Like if, if something happens, whatever. But I also am kind of like, I used to be the guy who's like, let's look at every little frame. And there's still stuff I do that with, but like didn't do it with this one. See, the only thing I recall doing that with is maybe, maybe the very first few Harry Potter trailers. Um, and then I just didn't. I just I stopped I stopped I lowered my expectations for the movies and stopped caring so much about the trailers. I've I just got finished reading uh, Stephen King's on writing, mm-hmm. and the last part of the book he's got like here's like a hundred books I think you should read that are like good things of fiction and it's so funny because every once in the while in the book he talks about Harry Potter and it's it was written in like two thousand around then so mm-hmm. like they're only up to Azkaban. Oh, it's, gosh. Just, it's just funny watching him be like, y'all should check out these books. They're really well done. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, I, I think they're going places. <laughs> it it kind of has that feel to it. Cause I think it's still in that thing of like, it's, it's kind of not the cultural phenomenon. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of like, probably back when people were going, well, I know they're kids books, but they're really good. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. It was just funny. Just reading a Stephen King book where he's like, have you guys checked out this Harry Potter? Yes. Or as my mom said, hi, mom. Um, 
when she she's the one who made me start reading it made is strong but she was like you know i think i'm gonna buy you a copy of because i was like 13 or 14 like i'm gonna buy you a copy of one of these books uh because it was on the cover of time magazine and she was like i think you might like it it's about this boy who finds out that he's a wizard and goes to wizarding school and he's an orphan and was raised by his aunt and uncle but they mistreated him and he goes to this wizarding school and he's famous and i was like boring (laughs) see that's the funny thing to me because everyone started telling me i'm like oh that sounds right up my alley and then i read the first book and i could not have cared less like oh yeah it is not at all up my alley. Like fantasy yeah. wizards, it's amazing that I like Game of Thrones because as I, as I, whenever I tell people to watch Game of Thrones, I always say, "Here's all the reasons I shouldn't like this show." It has everything I hate and I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of that's all with Harry Potter. I had a friend. Uh, well, she is back in Maryland, but her uh, her <laughs> it's it's really funny because her husband's a, kind of a dork, but like not me level dorkdom but like she's not at all and her her rule is i don't watch things with swords in them okay and i was like that's such a weird rule and then we started going through the things she doesn't like watch i'm like this is actually a really good Mm -hmm. meter for she's like if it has a sword in it i don't want to watch it i was like well it's it's because it's kind of like Chekhov. It's like Chekhov's gun. Like if you introduce a gun at some point in the in a plot, the gun's going to be used by the end of the third act. If you introduce a sword, it's going to be used. Well, yeah, it was just like, what? Are, you don't like Star Wars? She's like, not really. I'm like, she's like laser swords. I'm like, oh yeah, good point. Uh, Important question: Does she read Harry Potter? Because there's the sword of Gryffindor. Uh, I have no idea. I, okay. I would not be surprised if she didn't. The only thing is the sword doesn't come in until the second, the, like the end of the second book. Right. And then and then not again until the seventh. So I could understand you being like, but the, the swords don't, aren't, and the swords never kill a person. So I don't think she's getting that literal into her rule that she's like, oh, I really like this. And all like, oh, like if someone, it's like, what about a Bowie knife? Like at what point is yeah. it? Like, <laughs> it's is not it? like she was reading Harry Potter, got to that part of Chamber of Secrets. It was like, well, it was Slam. a nice run, Harry. <laughs> Puts it on the shelf. I'm sick of this crap. Um, Um, Anyway, so that's just, I've been suddenly very, a little irritated with myself that it's now like three weeks from the start of Game of Thrones, the new season of Game of Thrones, the final season, and that I am now realized just how much I might need to remind myself of in terms of the plot. And I'm like, well, crap, how do I do this in three weeks? There's usually, before every uh, season, we just found a YouTube uh, video that was like a uh, recap. Yes. I'm used to it. Usually pretty good. But I kind of I like I want the in between of rewatching the entire series and the ten minute YouTube recap. I want that in between of like, you should watch this episode because of this. You should watch this episode because of this. Here's what happens in each season. Here's a little rundown as to like important things about characters. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Am like, I asking for too much? World? You're asking Am for I asking a really for too much? like? I want to be kind of obsessed with this show, but not too obsessed. Like, no. Here's what it is: I want to be obsessed. I don't have time to be obsessed. So, what is my Cliff Notes version of obsession? <laughs> it's the 10 minute YouTube video, unfortunately. Except now, I don't think you can find a 10 minute YouTube video of seven seasons. I bet they're 30, 40 minutes long. Oh yeah, I think it used to be 10 minute recaps of each previous season, and I'd always say gosh, what are they going to do for 10 minutes? And then the guy would talk so fast yeah, as he like recapped it. I was machine. like, oh my God, everything happens in this season. Um, oh. Did you watch Gay of Thrones? Have we talked about Gay of Thrones on here? We have talked about it. I've watched like an episode or two and I didn't love it oh, okay. as much as you did. But I loved it. it was... I-, I could see. Also, I think that I was watching once where they were, the episodes they were talking about were so far back that I was just kind of like, oh. Makes sense. But we can all still like Jonathan from queer eye i'm i'm bobby bobby ride or die i love bobby okay but remember i said it's like picking a favorite flavor of ice cream like they're all yeah, so bobby. good 
What? Bobby. I pick Bobby flavored. <laughs> but as I've said, tan is my favorite, but like all the others are my second favorite. Mm. Although I'm not, I'm not, I haven't been watching as much of this season. I need to catch up on it. Um, um, wait, has she watched The Good Wife? Have y'all watched The Good Wife? No, I think I watched some of it with an ex-girlfriend. So I'm kind of like, F- The Good Wife. But, uh. So just like erase that part of, yeah. you know, erase that memory of it. I and um suggested it to her because I think you've suggested it. It's, uh, it is, the last season is a little weak, but. Uh, up, it's a really good show. I mean, but you're you you're. It's like the investment we've made here. It's 22 episodes for seven seasons. Mm-hmm. So, but you you learn so much about law. I feel like I could defend myself very well until a lawyer came into a room. Like, do you? I mean, like, have you been in a situation where you're watching a show? Like, so I've there's been like the shows I watch by myself, and then shows Tara and I watch together. And lately, there's been this third thing where it's like like Designated Survivor. I just come in about every four episodes and be like, all right, what's going on? Okay, cool. Keep going. (laughs) Like, I don't have to watch it, but I'm, like, really invested in it when I'm watching it. But I'm like, you go ahead. Like, you're sick. Do your thing. Like, don't wait for me. Uh, Not with somebody I'm dating, but my old roommate, um, that's how I say I'm very well versed on Sons of Anarchy because he would, I would catch, like, every third episode and would sit down and be, like, enthralled in it and then be like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) That's kind of how Sons of Anarchy was. I um, like was super into it, and then around it's one of those shows where I was like, "Man, I was really into that show." Goodbye. Like, I have no idea yeah, what the last two seasons were. I, uh, I I'm that person who pops in, recognizes people from other shows, like Jimmy Smits is in at least the last seasons of Sons of Anarchy. And I'm like, "Oh, Jimmy Smits! Oh, he's gained weight." <laughs> um, and like that's yeah. And then sometimes I like ask so many questions to my roommate, and be like. <sighs> And hit pause and be like, okay, so here's who this person is and here's why they did that. Yeah, and... that's how we watch Game of Thrones Like while it's on. It's like, pause it. Okay, who's yeah. this person? <laughs> Your question makes me think of another question I had, which is, what is a TV show? Is there a TV show that you started watching when it was first on or whatever with an ex that then you were like, oh, well, I'm not watching the show anymore. I guess for you, it's The Good Wife. but Or that Bones. you then just kept watching. Bones was another one. We, I, we Like, it was... <laughs> like I'm just—it's funny because I haven't thought about bones in a long time, and now I'm having like visceral like ugh, like thoughts about what? it. But like used to be like, let's watch this. But it was also like when I watch stuff with Tara, like we're stopping, we're talking, it's bringing up conversation, we're pausing things. Like it's a, it's a good activity. Like there's some we watch where it's just like let's just watch this. But like with the ex, the the the, the Chili's ex, it was very like. Let's be in the room together, but not actually talk to each other. So, like, like we need this on so that, like, it, it started off as like this is an interesting show, and then it was like this is the thing that's making us not kill each other. This is the child like having a kid so that the the, <laughs> the relationships oh, can stay together. Only thank God it was just a uh, whatever show. And then I remember I came on one time and I started. I go, hey, let's watch Bones, and she was like, I already watched all these, <gasps> and I was like, what? And she was like, I went ahead without you. Like, didn't ask. And like, God, I'm just remembering this. And it's it's funny to me that that was like the like, like that was a, that was like, I don't remember if it was a fight, but it was definitely a like real, like, what, what is it on Parks and Rec? The, oh, no, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that reminds me of like the opening episode of Orange is the New Black when she the woman finds out she has to go to, to prison and she's telling her fiance, she's like, oh my God, don't watch Downton Abbey without me. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't even that. It was just, just I just I just got tired of waiting for you, and I sh- it should have been the writing on the wall. 
Well, so like one of my friends, Game of Thrones is that show. She's like, oh no, it reminds it reminds her of an ex, and she's like, no, I don't, I don't watch it because like we watched it together, and it's funny because I also started watching Game of Thrones because of an ex boyfriend. I'm like, oh no, I I feel like that's a gain from that relationship yeah. <laughs> that I now watch Game of Thrones. It's funny. There's a guy who just texted me at work who's like, I hate that show, and and it's funny because he goes, and everyone's always trying to get me to watch it. I've watched seven episodes. I don't like it. I'm like, yeah, I think if you watch seven episodes, it's not like the rest of the show is so vastly different from the first seven episodes. I mean, unless you just cherry pick seven episodes and the whole time you're like, what is going on? Then I would be like, it was the first seven. Oh, okay. No, he was just like, he's someone He kept going like any minute now I'm going to get into the show. And he's like, yeah, I'm done. And I was like, yeah, you're good. He's like, thank you. I hate when people tell me I should just keep going. I will say, I feel like if he watched spoiler alert for season one of game of Thrones, although if you haven't watched it by now, people, you're probably not going to watch it. If you only watch the first seven episodes, I mean, he missed which really I think is a whoa so it's like he missed boop bean (laughs) exactly so which is kind of like a you realize I remember what a big deal that was when it happened IRL back in like 2011 because it was like a show actually did did something shocking in the first season and well Tara I remember was so bored with the first episode till the very end Mm mm-hmm and so much world building we were watching it which is like oh i love i love it's like my favorite book is the stand which is like hundreds and hundreds of pages of like the apocalypse has happened how are we gonna get the electricity back on i'm like oh i love world building it's why i do what i do why i make games why like i like games like that never thought about that yeah that you're a world builder yes (laughs) well literally there are job titles that are like a certain type of artist or level designer is called the world builder um, but I love that kind of stuff, so I was really into it. But I also like that it was – I just like a lot of stuff. But I remember – so we went back and we were watching the first episode again. Tara's like, I don't remember any of this. I'm like, because you didn't care. You were, like, on your phone this whole time. And as soon as <laughs> Bran gets pushed out of that tower, she's like, <gasps> like what yeah. is the show? I think we have talked about this, that both Tara and I have demanded to know if the children that at times you think have been killed at the end of an episode are still alive. (laughs) That's like, I will not continue to watch this if this child is dead. Oh. Speaking of binge watching shows. What an excellent segue that wasn't at all scripted. (laughs) Why, thank you. I I am a master of words. You may be a world builder, but I am a word builder. So as Laurel said, speaking of. (laughs) Hi, everyone. It's me, Ryan. It's Craniac's time. Woo! Anyway, uh, hey, everybody. How does this go? It's been Hello, so Seattle. Thank you. I was like, there's something there. Hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel, and, and we're, we're the Craniacs. The... We get together pseudo-regularly and talk about Frasier. Laurel here is the... Uh, Oh, I'm trying to think of a Game of Thrones reference. The Ooh. the uh, anointed knight of of the House Frasier. <laughs> I think I have a better one. I am the I am the I am the Meister of Frasier at the Citadel. Oh, you must mean Meister. A Meister is just a, is the Jewish Meister. Uh, I feel like they well, perhaps <laughs> it's because of their accents. It sounds like they're saying Meister a lot. Um, I just watched an episode, so <laughs> Laurel here is the Arch Meister of. Uh, all things Frasier. I, however, am the... Well, I was going to say, you're kind of the Sam Tarly of the Citadel right now, working your way through, you know, to get up to the level I am. See, this is why I was going to go with Knight, because you were going to be a Knight and I was going to be a Squire. You were going to be Brienne of Tarth and I was going to be Podrick. Okay. 
we talk about Frasier, and today apparently a lot of Game of Thrones. So we got two episodes today. The first one is from season three, episode eighteen. It is called Chess Pains. Uh, I got. I have the Netflix description up if we want to awesome, go with that. Frasier buys a new expensive chess set and talks Martin into playing a game with him. After Martin wins again and again, Frasier becomes obsessed. This is really funny because my sister <laughs> just like my. It's her. Tw- it's about to be her twentieth wedding anniversary, and she had a. My uh, brother-in-law had a big kind of piece of marble with a chess board in it, kind of just round piece that was supposed to go on a table, and he just never did anything with it. So she had a inset table made for it, and the last night she was like, "I don't just. We just need chess pieces." So I immediately googled uh, carved stone chess pieces because I like those ones that like look like they're done out of pieces of rock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it led me to a very cool chess site. But the first one it showed me was like, Kama Sutra position chess pieces. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was going to be Game of Thrones chess pieces. I'm like, no. that'd be cool. And so I said to my sister, I'm like, will these work? And it's like literally a man picking up a woman like over his head. And that's like the king. And I was like, good God. And she's like, never send me anything like this again. And I'm like, just as a heads up, the rest of the website seems really good. <laughs> but that was the first one that they showed to me. Like, oh, who I'm gets pretty- that? I'm pretty excited for your, uh, your the banner ads you're going to be getting now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Um, what did you think of this one? Uh, so this is actually one that sticks out in my memory very strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point that when we got to this up, when I, when I started playing, I was like, oh, it's the chess episode. Um, I like this one. And I think it's one where viewing it as an adult, I have very different reactions. Because, you know, Frazier deals with, oh, am I letting dad win? yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do I not want to like dethrone my dad? Is it because if I win, then that means I'm, you know, kind of on the chopping block to be dethroned and everything. That so was, that was the good one where, where Niles explained that in Nervosa and was like, of course, once you've beat him, then it's only a matter of time before Frederick beats you. And then you've got nothing but death to look forward to, but that's another day and another cup of coffee. <laughs> yes. Niles was, I mean, shocking that I loved Niles in this episode. He was very on point in this episode. He had his own little subplot. He was just really good. This is the one with the dog, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, first, let's talk about the chess set, because that chess set was intense. It was very gaudy. Like, it had feet, so it was elevated a little bit. The pieces were, I'm assuming, glass, like... I thought the whole thing was going to be like someone broke it. I was waiting for that to be the, the point of the episode. Uh, here's a question though. Are you do you play chess? Are you I have good like, at chess? No. Um I my I used to play my cousin and my uncle are really good. This is my cousin and uncle who also got me into pro wrestling, so their lives are a strange juxtaposition. But um <laughs> anyway, like these they're really good at chess, but they're also like I like playing with them because they're not very competitive. My sister and a lot of my family is very competitive and, and that sort of thing. But they were very much like, I'm like, oh, you beat me again. They're like, okay, do you want to play again? <laughs> they're just like, okay, sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Taught me a few things. Um, I've got a little chess set because, like, I think as someone who works in games, it's probably good to have just that board. Like, mm-hmm. And it also has checkers. And I think Batgammon is one that I swear to God I've played. But if you put a gun to my head and told me to come up with one rule from Batgammon, I would, I'd be dead. I chess was just a game that I remember in like fifth or sixth grade. One of our teachers was like adamant that we all learn how to play chess, and we would have like I don't know once a week game time or something where for thirty minutes we play Scrabble or checkers or chess. And I was always just like, this is terrible. <laughs> we at my high school like 
someone in my class formed the first chess club. Were you in the chess club? I was. And I'll tell you, look, there was a ton of people in chess club and we never had mm-hmm. any meetings or did anything. It was just all seniors who wanted to put something else on their uh, transcript. I think yeah. I played it once or twice just because I was like, well, I should probably do this since I'm in the chess club. But it was like that club had more funding that year. Like it, it went from zero to like this huge amount of funding because it had so many members. Mm-hmm. And I think they just had to show up once because they knew a, a administrative like person was going to be there to see it so we're all just like sitting there and i think some people were just like moving the pieces <laughs> randomly that's when i would end up like playing checkers with and be like me. like people were like fighting like, uh, to like he-man action figure no it was like they they just walked in and were, like oh my goodness this they like they were talking about the chess club as a big point of like the Plano East Chess Club that year because these guys just convinced any like the 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 lead the the lead the starting quarterback like everybody was on the chess club <laughs> just to put it on their on their transcript. That now makes me wonder. I'm gonna have to go look at my senior yearbook. Did your senior yearbook have like next to your name the like list of all the activities you were involved in? I don't remember. So ours did, and that I don't know. That was the thing that we all fixated on was like, what's like you want to have a long if you cared about that sort of thing. You want to have a long list of like activities, and I think there were definitely three or four activities on mine that were along lines of chess club, where like you went to a few meetings, you were there for the yearbook photo, and that was it. Um. Yeah. I. I just. I. I I like chess. All right. I haven't played it in so long. Like because there's two types of people who play chess, in my opinion. There's people who don't know how to play chess, and then there's people who like you would think is a chess player like uh, there's frazier and then there's martin and i don't know yeah. anybody who like wants to play chess with me who's martin but everybody who's frazier i don't want to play with them because they're frazier because they're very yes. like how could he beat me yes um so i mean the, the description pretty much explained this mm-hmm. martin keeps just and, and very handily winning Frazier, where Frazier will spend 10 or 15 minutes debating his next move, and after he plays, Martin will move instantly and get checkmate. And, like, looking at the board, I'm like, there's no way he's gotten checkmate. Like, with someone who's any good at chess, like, there should be way more pieces off the board. Like, it's clear, like, I'm, that was kind of, for some reason, taking me out of the reality of, 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 of the whole thing. Oh, you I'm make like, a good point. I didn't think about that. Like, the board still has almost all the pieces on it. Yeah, and it's like, checkmate is... For, for me, if you've ever played chess, what's easier to do is to get in that situation where you're like, check, 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 mm-hmm. check, and you're just doing it over and over again. Like, it's hard to just go checkmate, like, but I know because that's how I did it. I would always be like, well, I think I won, but we're kind of in a stalemate at this point. But, like, yeah. having all those, those, it, it just, it, it just looked a little fake to me, but it was still yeah. like a really funny episode with all, all that sort of, that thing going well- on. Frazier's obsession with it, though, like when he gets to the point where he intentionally sets off the smoke detector in the middle of the night to wake Martin up to have them play. So I have I have something dealing with kind of so at the end, Martin ends up winning and and this this thing and then or no, no, Frazier ends up winning one. And then he comes in and and is like, did you really mean, you know, dad, did you did you play at your hardest? And he's like, I was I crossed my heart and hope to sleep. Mm hmm. I have I have a Frasier conspiracy theory. <laughs> conspiracy theory. So, in that scene, Martin says, May lightning strike me down if I'm lying. And then in the beginning of the next episode, a the the Frasier graphic lightning, lightning hits the thing. So I think that's the writer's way of telling us that Martin did in fact throw the game. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't think I don't agree, but it's not a hill what? I'm going to die on. What? So. It's all there. Read the. Oh, wake up, Laurel. Open your eyes, <laughs> sheeple. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Okay. Sure. Sure. It's all Why not? There. It's all there. Just read between the lines. Um. Is this this is the one this is the one with the dog yeah so yes uh, so I time- oh, I really enjoy that at the very beginning what kind of spurs Niles getting a dog is when he talks about how like down he is and how lonely he feels in general ever since he and Maris split up with I I'm glad that they're continuing the let's not forget that Niles is in the middle of like a mm-hmm. divorce right now and by just sprinkling it in a little bit it makes it feel very authentic mm-hmm. so yeah so that's why uh, Daphne kind of convinces him to get a dog. And he ends up getting what kind of dog is this? Do we know? So I think it's a whippet. That's what I said. Let's look up. Yeah, that's a whippet. Oh, like the picture they showed is essentially the dog. Yeah. Now, I thought this dog looked kind of cute. I don't know that I'd get a whippet, but like when I when he because he Tara had seen this before in me, and when he comes in with the dog, she paused and she goes, "What kind of dog do you think it is?" And I was like, "Well, it's either a tiny like." terrible trembly dog or like the biggest stupidest dog like it's it's either one or the other either it's mm-hmm. like a saint bernard and i thought this one looked like it looked like a tiny frail little dog but like that's also just how whippets look yeah i thought this one looked pretty healthy it looked fine it was just like hey look, like I, I expected it to come through and just be like like shaking and like well I, but remember that the dog has nerve medicine that right. niles has to give her and he has to pumice her paw pad so you know he just got maris in dog form right, I, right. I did think it was funny when martin was like i can see her ribs i was like yeah you can see a lot of dogs ribs that's actually just how a lot of dogs like are. uh yeah well i my uh what is the one my cousin have it's like an irish something but it is just it looks like they're malnourishing it i know they aren't because they've got two yeah. other dogs but I, I do have to say i Every time I see a Whippet, I'm like, that's not a real dog. Just oh, I it, like this one. It looks so... It does look so frail and skinny. And I know that's how Whippets are supposed to look. Right. But I'm always just like, ah! Um, I guess I have Martin's reaction. I'm always a little startled. I, I, well, I think they were a little over time. like, what is that thing? I'm like, Martin, it's a dog. Come on, Martin. <laughs> look at it. It's funny. It's not as um, it, it's not as poignant um, or as impactful as... I don't know if you've seen the Friends episode when Rachel gets a hairless cat... Oh, God, hairless cats are so weird. She gets a hairless cat because her grandmother had one when she was growing up, and it was a really sweet cat, so she wanted to get get that cat, and the cat hates her, and she yeah. she insists that the cat hisses, Rachel, yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, and so, but anyway, that hairless cat is, like, terrifying, and so <laughs> that's kind of what... I was like, that that's a more impactful animal to get if you want the audience to react a certain way. Now, does, does did he name the dog? Um, I think he calls her Baby, and I believe that's I believe that's her name, Baby. Does Does Baby come back? Baby come um, back. <laughs> baby come back. Uh, so, Mom and Dad, you can. I know you're listening. You can tell me if Baby comes back. I think maybe, but not not a lot. I mean, maybe right. like she's in like one more episode, right. um, and she, then she like doesn't become like the. She's not. She doesn't become the, Eddie to yeah. Niles. <laughs> Um, There's another pet that Niles has that I think I might be thinking of that he gets a little bit later that is actually like in the show for most of the time. Okay. Um, but you'll have to wait and see what that is. This is also the one where Daphne gives Fraser a puppet show, right? I wrote down, Daphne, this is real weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It was like, 
it started off like it took a, like a real plunge into strange real quick well and it reminds me more of season one daphne before they decided to make her a little bit more grounded and slightly less like quirky and i was kind of like this is really off tone for daphne like what would make her do this uh i i i just it it did lead to the whole like I would rather have a tarantula lay a nest of eggs in my <laughs> ear than listen to one more second of this puppet show. Yes, <laughs> a very good Fraser line. I can't think of anything, any other major major thing. Um, well, actually, there's something that I figured you would want to talk about, which is Roz oh, having Roz's a new hairstyle. Hair. Yes, she needs to impress. I figured you were gonna have lots to say about Roz's hair. Well, you will notice that she came in. She goes, "Oh, I'm gonna see my hairstylist today," and then she the, the best hairstylist in all of Seattle. And then mm-hmm. she leaves and she comes back and nothing has changed with the hair. Her hair's hair is exactly perfect the same. Because it's perfect the way it is. There's I mean, no it's, reason it's, to change it. It's no the mer- it's no mermaid hair, but uh, um, yeah. it, I did find it funny though that she was like, I have nothing to talk about with my hairstylist because I don't know if you go to the same hairstylist every time, but like I still go to a hairstylist in Dallas and I am often like what do we need to talk about, Christina? I mean, I've been going to her for 10 years, so we have the things that we talk about, but I'm always, like, racking my brain for, like, what are life updates I need to give you? What do I need to ask you about life? Oh, no. I've gotten to the point where I go to the place where you sign in, and they just go, Ryan? I'm like, that's me. And they go oh. up, and they're like, what What number are you on the raise? Like, I'm a few steps away from just doing it myself. This is um, the joys of being a guy. Yeah. Um, as, as ladies, you know, once you find somebody who knows how to work with your hair... You never let them go. Christina has been my hairstylist for going on 12 years. My dad went to the same barber. I think his name is Mr. Ledge for, and dad will probably like correct me, um, <laughs> for 40 plus years. And then if I recall correctly, Mr. Ledge retired, but then came out of retirement and then finally retired for good. But Mr. Ledge, let me just say when I started going, when I would occasionally go with my dad to like when he got his haircut, I did not go to Mr. Ledge for haircuts. Um, Mr. Ledge, in my mind, was like in his seventies or eighties, and I was like five years old. So I, I was about to say, like, you're like, if you want to be like a real old school dad, you're not a real old school dad until your barber has died on you. Like that's <laughs> like that's how you get a. Re- it's like I had him for forty years. And the only reason it wasn't forty one is because he died. Isn't that's what happened in Parks and Rec? Doesn't Ron's barber die and Ron goes to Sa- Salvatore or something? And uh, Ron typhoon. goes to the funeral. No, no, Typhoon Typhoon lives. Typhoon, typhoon is, is who he goes to. No, but d- d- doesn't he have an original barber that dies, like yes. Salvatore, and, and then he goes like, to his funeral and stuff? Yes, like he, he and he gives him like the $3 tip into the yes, open yes. casket. Yes. He's like, I got the same haircut, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes into uh, Typhoon and he says something about not liking European. He's like, oh, I hate, I hate Euro trash. And he's like, Euro trash. It is a trash continent. Continue, <laughs> Typhoon. <laughs> like, yes. They get along real well. Yes. Um, I, yeah. Oh, crud. I had something to say and I forgot it. So we're going to cut this out. I definitely just turned the page to look at my notes for the next episode and it's blank. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, wait. We got to rate, we, we rate this episode, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd give this one probably, and I know I'm completely going away from my let's not give half ratings, but I think I would give this a 7.5 sock puppets. Dang, I was going to say Argyle sock puppets. Dang it! <laughs> you so need to start to going go first else. if you are so married to uh, the choices. I'm going to give it seven. I thought there were some real funny parts. I thought overall it was good. Um, you know, just, just a good, like, 
middle episode. Like, it could fit slot in just about anywhere. I think it might be a top episode from this season for me. Um, not, not, like, my favorite episode from the season, but I would say, like, maybe a top five. Um, there was just some really funny stuff with it, yeah. It's also just a very memorable episode. Like, as soon as I got to it, I was like, oh, I've been waiting for this episode. Hmm. Um, okay, the next one, episode 19, is Crane versus Crane. Niles is retained by the son of a millionaire to prove that his father is incompetent. Meanwhile, a lawyer representing the father meets with Frazier. Um, this one I have a lot of interesting thoughts about because I watched it with Tara. and it, I, too, it, have interesting thoughts about I it. Thought it was, I, too, watched this with Tara. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know this, but Tara this, and I have been hanging out without you. This had... 1,300 miles away from each other. Like, honestly, you could have Skyped in with her. That's what I'm talking about, how about this whole weekend has been like, I'm outside the house, or like I come in and I'm like, because if, if a stomach virus hits me with diabetes, it's it's even worse. So oh, we've been trying I didn't very, think about that. Yeah, so it's been like, I've been on vacation upstairs all weekend, like, getting oh, stuff done around yeah, the Yeah, because you like, can't, like, you because it, it messes up your, like, like, I mean, it messes up your blood sugar readings, right? Because yeah. you can't keep anything down and. Yes, and it's, 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 it's really problematic. So I've it's been like a lot of I've been washing my hands and coming up with new folk songs to sing to it so I know I'm washing them long enough. I'm like mm-hmm. forever fiddle baby cash short and short and <laughs> Sarah's like, What are you singing? I'm like nothing. <laughs> um I'm like the ABC's got boring. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? I so the this has gotten the biggest laugh I've seen out of Tara in just about anything, and it was the opening bit where it's uh, it, it's a. I'm gonna go through the whole thing because it's a really good setup and everything. Where, uh, what is what is Eddie's doing something to bother? Oh yes, um, it's Martin comes out of the kitchen with like a bag of chips or That's something, and Eddie is. comes running in, and he's like, he always hears me, and she goes, and Daphne goes, just do what I do and make a weird noise, and like does that, and he goes and he runs and he sticks his head in the thing, which is funny. Okay, so that's a good funny thing, and then. There's another joke associated with that. She's like, oh, it's not hurting him. He just doesn't like certain noises. And then Frazier and Niles come in from the opera singing, and he runs off. So there's that mm-hmm. little joke. So now you've forgotten about Daphne's weird thing. And they keep going on and on because they're talking about this whole thing. Because the, the crux of the uh, lawsuit is the millionaire son thinks his dad should be viewed incompetent. Niles is doing this kind of because he wants to be on TV. But he is like – Yes, he's doing a lot of strange things, and, and Martin is taking the side of the older man saying, you know, this is, I don't like the way people treat their family. And then he gets up and he goes, you, it's just the, you know, there's a problem with the elderly now. Heaven forbid anyone do anything odd in front of their family. And then, <laughs> Leo, not Leo, uh, Eddie runs up, and Martin goes, just out of nowhere, just goes, Oh, no, 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 starts making that noise. And the creature in the house look at him like, what the hell are you doing? And Tara starts laughing so hard. It, this is one of those episodes where, like, that part is stuck in my family's, like, lexicon. I remember we did this to our family dog, who, of course, it completely ignored us. We would be like, Sammy, Sammy. And Sammy would just kind of be like, why are y'all doing that? That's weird. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really honestly one of the funniest jokes in Frasier because it's like you've got time in between they do a joke there's a, there's mm-hmm. a setup and then it's it's a, you've forgotten about that part and then you remember and it folds perfectly into whatever the new part of the conversation it's is. like it's perfectly executed it's very well done the rest of the episode eh. yeah this this episode kind of bothers me again now as an adult 
Well, okay, then I'm in, I, then you go ahead because I'm interested to hear what you think about what what's so, bothering you about it. So this is another episode that I remember pretty well to the point that I can't say I paid 100% attention to this time because I remembered it pretty well. But um, I, I don't know. I, I guess these – maybe I've heard now more a lot of these lawsuits about people trying to have their older parents declared incompetent or, like, mm-hmm. it was the Incomplismentos or something. Um, and it's always hard to tell. Is this a money grab or is, you know, the older person actually – you know kind of losing their faculties and needs and need to not be in control of things so it, i don't know i guess it kind of sent me down that rab- mental rabbit hole and then i started like thinking about that a little bit more so tara had a lot to say about it because she is of course works in elder care and mm-hmm. her biggest problem was they just portrayed him as so lucid one minute and then just silly the next and they never once sat down and went oh he's got dementia or oh he's doing this they just put as oh he's old and that yeah. really bothered her. Like she's like, this is just what happens when you're old. And it's like, no, there are plenty of point. like my grandmother died when she was eighty. I forgot how old, but she was with like when my sis when uh, my dad's sister passed. And we went to her funeral. Uh, my grandmother was there, and it was the first time Tara met her. And Tara's uh, like an old person whisperer. Like they love mm-hmm. her immediately. But she walked up. She was hi grandma i'm tara she goes oh yes you're the one who sent that lovely card like tara's like what card is she talking about like she was mm-hmm. just bringing up things and not like i like she was making up a card like grandma mac was like oh you do this and you do this and you like knew mm-hmm. everything about tara from like just slight mentions and just yeah. had her faculties like up until the very end yeah um so this really bothered her it didn't bother me as much like i, I i'm not as sensitive to that stuff because I'm not working in that field or seeing it every day, but it just felt like dumb. Like, oh, this is really convenient that he turned into a he he like lost everything so comedically in the courtroom. Right. I I do uh, appreciate. Because I mean, let's face it, Fraser didn't spend a lot of time with him enough. To, at least, definitely didn't spend enough time with him. I think to testify in court about his mental state. So I did appreciate Fraser getting his comeuppance a little bit. Yeah, that was another thing I I, I liked about it, that both of them were kind of wrong. There wasn't like someone mm-hmm. had the moral superiority over the other one. But that was that was a point because it was Fraser does everything in two minute doses. And granted, mm-hmm. it's for a television show, so they cut it down to let's get this the amount of time it deserves. Yeah. But it, it is, he does do sometimes just very quick diagnoses. And mm-hmm. I think that's what yeah. the problem was here. Yeah. I, other than that, that being, just... I, I do think Donald O'Connor was hilarious in this episode. And just. What else is really, he from? Um, you might know him from Singing in the Rain. Who was he in Singing in the Rain? One of the guys. <laughs> I see someone else is just looking at. No, I've seen Singing in the Rain once. I don't remember his character's name. <laughs> It's. I saw him and I I know him from something, but I couldn't remember what it was. Uh, have you ever seen? Um, so my favorite movie that he is in is There's No Business Like Show Business. Have you ever seen that? I don't think so. It sounds from. I know oh, I've heard my mother so sing good. it. Ethel Merman. It's yeah. so good. Have you ever seen Airplane? The movie Airplane. Uh, yes, another movie I've seen once, but yes. There's just. I remember there's this part where he's talking about like all the people who are kind of going crazy in Vietnam. And he's like, that guy thinks he's Ethel Merman. And they cut to this. It's actually Ethel Merman in the bed being like, it's no business like show. And they're like holding her down. She's like, no, I have to. <laughs> but it's just, they're like, oh, poor Ernest or whoever. They like, oh, that's really it's funny. So stupid. Um, 
yeah, I don't ha- I do not have a lot to say about this episode other than it was it was meh. Yeah, like if we were jumping to to rating the episode, I would uh I would give this like 5 or 6. Yeah, I give it 5 and I think it gets a 5 simply because like I said it has the funniest joke I I've seen. And I'm going to give it 5. Oh, this is one thing I want to talk about. At the end, I give it 5 weird khakis or whatever pants Niall had on. At the end when he's in his he's got this one outfit where everything looks like it's not tailored to him. And maybe it's yeah, because I'm it, watching more Queer Eye. <laughs> well, also, I, I do think that some of it is mid-90s fashion. A friend of yeah. mine just started watching The West Wing and texted me. She's on, like, season one or two, and she was like, good lord, did we not know how to tailor pants in the late right. 90s? That's what it looks like. What it looks like to me is if he had done brighter colored shirt and pants and like purple pants and a different color shirt and gotten rid of the tie, he could be in a high school production of Aladdin. Like that's how puffy and uh, high school production of what? Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin. Aladdin. I misheard you. Like, um, yeah, no, I puffy. Yeah. No, yes. They are almost like harem pants where it's yes. just very like, like MC hammer parachute pants. almost. Exactly. Um, I was like, what is going on here? It, it does to me as and my mom will also, gosh, I've been talking to my parents a lot during this podcast. Um, <laughs> it, it looks like he's wearing someone else's pants. And yeah. he got and he got the suspenders just to hold them up. <laughs> it it's it's just it's, especially because his sleeves are rolled up and he's throwing his arms everywhere. Hello. Yep, can you hear you now? That was weird. Hmm. Weird technical. I was, speaking of technical problems, I just wanted to quickly since we're doing this from the new uh, 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 Ryan Tron 2000 computer, wanted to send a shout out to that bearded guy. Uh, technical. What's it called? What's, hold on, let me look it up. That bearded guy technology services who helped me with my getting f- picking out a new gaming laptop. Thank you, that bearded guy technical services. Check them out on Facebook. They better be paying us for that. I mean, I got uh, a new laptop, so. Um. So should we rate this episode? Yeah. Oh, I think didn't we? Uh, well, we talked about. I would give this five lollipops. I'd give it five Aladdin pants great <laughs> I, I was is definitely an episode yes it was an episode of fraser that's it was <laughs> um if you've got an opinion on this episode or you have a nice picture of yourself in hammer pants you want to send us my gosh yes feel free you to do share so. your favorite bit of 90s fashion yeah especially if you've got some if you've got a great picture of you and some old 90s stuff uh send it our way we're craniacs at gmail.com that's c-r-a-n-e-i-a-c-s uh we're craniacs at uh, uh, sorry we're at craniacs on twitter we have a facebook group check it out that's another good place to post some of your 90s pics uh we are on stitcher spotify itunes and overcast overcast being my new favorite uh podcast app and a wonderful suggestion from laurel uh speaking of suggestions from laurel laurel what's something our listeners could do uh, when instead of giving us four star or lower reviews, listeners, if you need something to do, might I recommend hopping on the website Goodreads? If you don't already have an account, I recommend you start one. You can follow friends of yours. I've known Goodreads for many years, and um, it's a way to follow your friends and find out what they're reading. Um, you can kind of type in books that you like and you've read and kind of keep track of the books you've read, but it'll also tell you what other books you might like based on what you've read and enjoyed. Um, I, I, it's a website that I kind of thought that a lot of people already knew about, but I, I've noticed lately when I, you know, have br- brought up hearing about a book on Goodreads or something, people are often asking me what that website is. So 
um, go ahead and, and get, give it a look. I have it linked to my Facebook account, so I don't know if you have to do something else if you want to sign up without Facebook, but I highly recommend um, getting an account on there and maybe look for something new to read because I don't know if about y'all, but I'm trying to unplug a little bit from the social medias and stuff, and I find that a good book is a great replacement. Uh, examples of books you could check out on uh, Amazon include uh, Frasier, A Cultural History, or uh, The Frasier Companion, uh, or, oh, oh, I found a layout of the apartment. Oh, my God. It's humongous. I forget. When they went into 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 uh, Martin's apartment recently, I started looking at the. Good God! I'm gonna send you this 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 where someone has created the layout for the Fraser apartment, and I'll post this, guys. I'll post this up on the Facebook page. Uh, like, does it have a square footage? It's also if you want the floor plan off Etsy, it's 182 dollars. Don't get this, but look at this. Look how large this yeah. thing is. I mean, it is. Ooh, apartment 1901. I was just reminded that I have to add a book that I just finished. It's mm. called um, The One About Friends, which is all about the TV show Friends. Mm. And it's a quick read, and I really enjoyed it. Well, all right. Well, cool, guys. Uh, enjoy that recommendation. Uh, get get to reading some, some books and put get them up there on Goodreads. Uh, and until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening. And Bye, reading. Thank you.